Welcome to Love This Bitch, the podcast that teaches you how to love your life and accomplish your goals through self-compassion and self-coaching. Now here's your host, MBA and Master Certified Professional Life Coach, Lisa Oglesby. Hello, my loves, and welcome back. I hope that you are having a fantastic day wherever you are, whatever you are doing. I'm having a, a nice day. It is a Saturday, so I'm enjoying time at home with my partner and our dog. So, well, he's gone to work now, my partner, not the dog, <laughs> but we we had a nice morning and now he's at work, Banana's sleeping, and I'm here to to bring a little bit of information to you to help your life, I hope, and it helps me because I enjoy sharing it. Which actually brings me into today's topic. Today, I have a challenge for my people pleasers and anyone struggling with the thought, no one appreciates me. And of course, even if you're not a people pleaser or you're not struggling with that thought, there will still be takeaways for you. And also, you could learn some important things about your mindset to keep you from becoming stuck in people pleasing ways or a resentment type situation where you think no one appreciates me. So our identity, who we are, who we think of ourselves as is is very important. It's a very important key to living the life we want is understanding who we are and and what we want. If we've not actually spent any time thinking on that and we're just letting our minds do their thing as we have learned, I I think along the course of many episodes, our minds will just run amok. If we let them, which is why we practice thought work, being aware of the thoughts, questioning the thoughts, challenging them and even changing them when they're not serving us, when they're causing things in our lives, actions we don't want, feelings we don't want, those kind of things. And if we're not actively examining our thoughts and doing thought work, then our brain, it's trying to do its best, but it's just going to run amok. It's going to go with its primary objective, keep you safe, and that's what it's going to stick to. So thought work is very important to building the life that you want. And part of that is, yes, spending some time understanding who you are, who you want to be, how you want to show up in the world, and, you know, why. But, you know, today talking about people pleasing or struggling with this thought, like, no one appreciates me. These are very interesting identities because, you know, when you have this identity, say you are someone who I take care of people. I do for others. I I enjoy that. That's who I am. I like doing things for other people. Okay, great. Right. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But if you've gotten to that point where you're feeling resentful, you're always having this thought, no one appreciates me. I do this, this, this and this. No one says thank you or They just say thank you and they go on about their lives. They don't really mean it. And resentment is building. Something has changed there because if this is just who you are, then where are those thoughts coming from? Right. And like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I hope it helps you, but it's going to help me because I enjoy doing it. So if I just enjoy sharing this information and putting out there because I know the changes that it's made in my life and in my clients' lives, and that makes me happy, then I do it, right? But if I'm like, no one's listening, no one said anything recently, did this spark? Did this resonate with them? Did this help anyone, 
right? So now it's not about me. It's about other people. And I don't control other people's thoughts and feelings. So it becomes then about validation and this particular goal of other people thinking or feeling a a certain way. And it's no longer about me giving the information, me doing this because it it sparks joy for me. It makes me happy and it brings those things to my life. And that's the same thing we see a lot when we're people pleasers or when we are constantly doing for others. It may have been that at one time that was something that we enjoyed. But at some point, we expected, wanted certain validation of ourselves, of who we think we are as a person, right? Sometimes if you're a people pleaser, it's looking for, I want them to know that I'm hardworking. I want them to know that I do a good job. I want them to know I can get it done. And so it, it starts off sometimes very positive, right? When you're the person who everybody can come to and get a yes and get things done, you become the go-to person. And that prob- that feels great, right? Like people know they can come to me. Awesome. But then at some point you realize that you are doing all the things that people will keep asking because you will keep saying yes and they will keep taking <laughs> and taking. They'll take, people are going to take whatever you'll give them. Why not, right? If you're walking around the grocery store and there's a free sample, Heck, I don't even like most of the stuff that they're offering, but it's it's free food. <laughs> I'm like, okay, sure, I'll try it. Heck, I'll take two. Why not? I try, I do I do try not to be the, the person that takes more than one, but a lot of people do, right? Because it, it's free and it's there. If you're gonna do something for other people, they're gonna keep taking that, and if you're gonna keep giving, that works out perfectly for them. And all kinds of things can be happening on their end. Maybe they do appreciate you. Maybe they're like, oh, this is great. Maybe it's like we've talked about before with I learned in business school with working with customers, satisfaction and dissatisfaction are not on the same continuum. It's two different things. You have a continuum that's satisfied and not satisfied, and then you have one that's dissatisfied and not dissatisfied. (laughs) It doesn't really go from one to the other. So even if you're giving them what they want and they're taking and taking, they might appreciate it or they might just be like, hey, this is what this person does or this is what needs to be done. And this, if it's in a job situation and this person does their job, that's what they do. That's what they should do, right? We, we don't know what's going on in the other person's mind. If they appreciate it, how much they appreciate it. If they've just become used to it over time and they used to appreciate it, but they just don't think about it anymore. We don't control their thoughts and feelings, right? Even if they appreciate it, great. They might appreciate it for five seconds and then never think about it again. So it's it's a very, it's an elusive thing to chase as we've talked about before with trying to make other people happy versus just being ourselves. Like we don't really know what's going on with them and what truly makes them happy. And it's their thoughts that ultimately are going to make them happy. It's not us or anything we do. It's going to be their thoughts about it. And we don't We don't control any of that. (laughs) And even if we tried to do exactly what they might even think they want, doesn't mean that we're going to make them happy, right? They're still going to have different thoughts about it and might want different things and more things. And it'll just keep going. And and that's the problem with with giving and, and people pleasing when you start doing it for validation or appreciation is that it's always going to be something that you're chasing and striving for. And 
even if you get it, it's fleeting. And it's if you didn't get it next time, well, did I not do as a good a job this time? Do they not appreciate me this time? It's always going to be elusive and moving because it's not actually something that you control or that your actions are causing. It's just other people's thoughts and feelings. So, you know, what's going on there then? Look at that. You have gone from wanting to, well, if you're wanting to people please, that you've started off maybe in, a, in an interesting situation. But even if you're like, oh, I'm just a caregiver, I take care of people. If you've gotten to that point where it's resentful, what are the thoughts there? And I challenge you, this is the challenge today, is to look at that because you are wanting this reaction. You're wanting this validation, this confirmation of that's who you are. Like, I'm a caregiver. I did something for them and it meant something. It helped them because you want to help. There's nothing wrong with wanting to help. There's nothing wrong with liking someone appreciating it, (laughs) acknowledging it, or saying thank you that those things are awesome. But they are an extra. That's a way to think about it, to work on this resentment issue is thinking about those things, not as the end goal, as something you're chasing and striving for, because it's elusive and and we don't actually create that in other people. But that's just extra. So I challenge you to look at it when you're going to do something. Look at it as question yourself, say that it did not affect the other person in any way. It didn't make your boss think that you were a hard worker. It didn't make your boss think you were a good worker. It didn't make your partner or children happy. It didn't make them unhappy. Didn't make them say thank you or more than a just obligatory thank you. Like that's that happens. Nothing. So nothing is going to happen from the other person. Go ahead. Look at it from that standpoint. They're not going to say thank you. They're not going to say they're happy, you're not going to know in any way or have anything so that you can have a thought that you know what their reaction is, would you still do it? And if your answer is no, the challenge is don't do it. Give that a try. If you say, say, I don't have kids, but, you know, let's say that you want to get your your kid a gift. I, I get my niece and nephew gifts. And this is something, a way in, that I've worked with through this myself. I like to go big for my niece and nephew on the their birthdays and Christmas and get them a lot of a lot of gifts or some big nice gifts that they that they want. And that's because I don't usually see them but three times a year. I usually have like a summertime thing when I see them and then I see them for their birthday and Christmas. So unlike other people in their lives that may be always getting them little things to eat, feeding them small gifts, a pack of M&Ms. I don't know. The other people in their life get to do things for them all the time, and I don't. So it makes me happy to show up like the birthday fairy or Miss Santa Claus and, and give them a bunch of stuff. But I did notice at some point that I come and they go through all the gifts that everybody's given them. They rip through them. They're excited. They're oh, look at this. I like this. Oh, this is cool. And on to the next one. And then at the end, you get the obligatory, thanks everyone for all the gifts. And then sometimes I'm still there. I stay for a while as long as I can and hang out for sometimes 
three or four days at their birthday or maybe a week and then a couple weeks at Christmas. So I see if they don't play with them or sometimes they will leave things laying in the yard and they're getting rained on and they're breaking things (laughs) and not taking any care with them or some things just get played with for a little while and then they it's done it's over and they move on they don't really think about it ever again so later when i started looking at that and different expenditures because i didn't always have they didn't really you know have a list of things they wanted or i didn't have lots of things in mind sometimes that i wanted to give for them and so i had to look at that like there was a part of me that wanted to throw money at them that just wanted to buy a bunch of stuff to buy a bunch of stuff and I realized that that was just me spending a bunch of money. It didn't, none of the things that I got them, even when it was something that they really wanted, the effect that it has on them was not very permanent. (laughs) They're young kids. They weren't running around excited forever. They weren't thinking a year, two years later, oh my gosh, my aunt's so awesome. Remember that time she got me X? Like (laughs) X, that sounds like I meant the drugs. Like X meaning whatever, fill in the blank. (laughs) But you know, that's not happening. They're young. They're kids. So then I started looking at it like there's nothing that really makes me happy to get them or that they want. I'm just not going to spend that much money because that's just my money going away. They don't care. And I want to do these things for them, but I want to do things that actually matter. Gifts don't. I still enjoy buying them gifts and making that little moment, no matter how brief it is, that does make me happy. I do know, at least for the most part, that (laughs) that'll be there on some things. But I had to look at it like, even if they just rip through it and something else is that I didn't get them is their favorite gift and that's all they remember or play with, would I still do it? And my answer was yes. Like, I just enjoy doing it. I enjoy doing it for them. And I do things for them all the time that they don't hit, (laughs) right? It doesn't hit right with them. They don't appreciate it. It's something that I would have appreciated, but it's just not their thing. And guess what? I still did it because I wanted to. And if it didn't hit with them, then that's fine. That's okay. I'm happy that I did it. I'm happy that I went for it regardless. So that's what I want you to do is, you know, would I do this thing? Would I would I take this action just because it makes me happy to do this for them, regardless of their their reaction? And this applies at work, too. I had this point where I was at a job and I see myself. Part of my identity is that I I work hard at work. (laughs) I've struggled with and we've talked about it and before that I am lazy thoughts in a lot of other areas. But at my job, I want to show up and I want to be someone that works hard and that is seen as a hard worker, yeah, I had that thought. And just to be depended on and and to do a good job. So I had gotten to a point at this one job where I was coming in early, working through lunch, staying late every single day. I think I've talked about this before. I was using my weekends to just sleep and recover so I could do it all again. This was not my business. (laughs) I was not building anything. I was not growing anything. I was just doing work to help other people. And I really at that time just was like, no one appreciates me. I really want to be appreciated. I really want to be seen as this great worker, this hard worker. And I didn't feel like I was getting that. And I ended up talking to one of 
of my bosses at a time. And I was very fortunate to have a boss that I could talk to about things like this. And I, and I was like, I'm just, I'm working so hard and this is my goal and I really want this. And he was like, don't, I don't want you work. I don't want you doing all that, all that extra time. And you're not spending the time that you want to spend with, with your family and outside of work doing things you want because you're working here so hard. Like, I don't want that. Even if he had been like, yeah, you're, you are a hard worker. I'm so great. Thank you. The point is to look at that and realize that I had moved what my definition of a hard worker was and had kept moving it, moving it, just trying to get someone to acknowledge it so that I knew that I was a hard worker in their eyes so that I could confirm that for me. And that definition is that's other people's thoughts, right? Of course, there will be bosses that are like, oh, you got here early and you worked through lunch and worked late. Yeah, I did that for years, too. That's life. That's your job. You did it, <laughs> Right. They just see you as that's what you're supposed to do, and you're doing it. They're not going to tell you thank you. There are some that, that may even see that you do that and tell you thank you, maybe give you a, a gift or a bonus or something every now and then for it. But is it something that they're just encouraging because you're doing work for them or they really appreciate it? You don't. We don't know any of that. So the, the point is, and what I did was I had to define for myself what it meant to be a hard worker. And I had to appreciate the work that I put in and the quality of work that I knew I was putting out without any validation from anyone else because they have their own definitions and thoughts and feelings. <laughs> and that can change. That could always change. People always want more and more and better and different. And it's, it's a moving target. So I had to create my target. And guess what? My target said this was not a situation where I was building or contributing to anything by being there through lunch, late, early, all the time, and not spending time doing other things outside of work that I wanted to do because I was trying to rest up to do that again. It was just doing more work, and there would always be more work, right? I could just live there and work and work and work, and it would just keep coming in. There was no value in my definition to that work. And so I could show up on time and, and stay late when needed, when something was going on, and still be a hard worker, still be someone who did a great job and had a, a high pro output and productivity level. So I made that change because of my definition and what I thought was a hard worker. And, and that's the same for you. If you're people-pleasing because you're looking for that validation or that confirmation, or even if you're just someone who feels like, you enjoy taking care of people. You enjoy doing for people. If it's gotten to that point where you're chasing validation, where you're feeling resentful, where it's it's not something that brings you joy to do for others because you have this thought that they don't appreciate it. And of course, it's always that they don't appreciate it in the right way, right? The way that you think. I know that my partners, I've said thank you before and he's been like, oh, you don't mean that. <laughs> and I know that's because in his mind, there is a certain way that you act and things that you do if you appreciate something. But those are his thoughts. It's not necessarily how I would act or think if I appreciate something. So it's a moving target. You don't know it. If there's multiple people involved, you're definitely not going to hit <laughs> hit all the points and make everyone happy. It's an impossible goal. So look at it. Do I really want to do this? Does it make me happy? Does it 
fit my definition of who I am without any outside validation, without anyone else confirming that? Does it really make you happy to just do it regardless of how the other person thinks or feels about it? And if it doesn't, I challenge you, don't do it. And I think you'll find a lot of space there for yourself and maybe get, get a step back and, a, and a, an opportunity to think and look at it that, that you may need and to contemplate it so that you're not doing things that don't align with what you want out of life and who you are and your core values. You're, and, you know, instead, you've come to this place where you're doing that for this validation and this confirmation that you're doing something for someone else. And if the truth is that you can't really ever know, then that's what it's about. Like, does it bring you joy to do that thing for them? Whether or not they actually see the value in any particular action, whether or not they even see like, oh my gosh, my, my mother, she's, she's amazing. Like some, sometimes kids don't ever get to that, I think. Like, I think that's very common for them to not get to that point or for it to be much, much later in life because they're kids. <laughs> or even your boss, they have their own life and their own goal. And if, if you keep giving, they can keep taking, right? So like we said, like I said before, what do you want to give? What do you know is your contribution and your value without someone else acknowledging it? Because they're going to have different definitions and it's going to change. And you're ever going to be striving and feeling like you've not made it. Or if you made it, you got to keep striving. Like if, if someone tells you, for example, that you look pretty one day, how many of us feel like if they don't say that the next day, <laughs> well, I must not be pretty today, <laughs> right? If we don't just think we look good, if we're waiting on someone to say it and then they don't, like, wait a minute now, I thought I was rocking this outfit. What? <laughs> That's a smaller example, but it's, it's the same concept. If, if you keep needing that validation, you have to keep moving your goalposts. You have to keep giving more and working harder and harder, and you've lost sight of yourself, and that's when people feel burnt out and they start feeling resentful and they start feeling like they've wasted time, right? And, and it's like you've gone from someone who wanted to give and take care or be a rock star at work to someone who's angry and doesn't want to do those things and feels taken advantage of. And it's all about those thoughts that aren't serving you. You have no way to really know the impact that it has on other people. And so it, it's not about being selfish but to think about yourself, but it's because you don't know that impact. And if you're not happy, if you're resentful or angry, then you have stepped out of that person that you want to be, right? You're, you're not someone who enjoys taking care of other people because you're not enjoying it anymore. You're not someone who enjoys doing a good job and being being a hard worker. You're someone who is resentful and angry and not happy at your job. And if you're not happy at your job, you're probably not doing the work at the quality that you could be because it's going to kind of hold you back being angry and <laughs> resentful the whole time. So you've stepped out of that alignment with who you even had this idea of who you wanted to be because you're keep striving for someone else to confirm that you are that person. So those thoughts are thoughts to work on who you are, 
you know, what it means to be a caregiver or someone who meets and tries to meet other people's needs or wants to take care of other people. We can't control, we can't meet other people's needs. But, you know, if you want to do things for others, that's great. But (laughs) remember that when you're looking at that, am I doing that? Because that makes me happy. Because I know that I did a good job. I know that I gave someone something that I thought they needed or that they just might like or they couldn't do themselves. But whether or not they acknowledge that, I did it for those reasons and that makes me happy. I know my reasons. My reasons make me happy. And I know who I am and why I do those things without any validation from the other person. And if that's something, again, the challenge, if that's something that doesn't fit for you, If you can't say, if I get no acknowledgement, nothing from this, I'd still do it. Don't do it. See how that feels. And it might be hard. But I challenge you to see how it feels and sit with it and see, you know, the effects that it might have on other people. A lot of times you'll see that they just move on. (laughs) They don't think about it in any way. They're not upset with you. Maybe even respect your boundaries and saying no. And being like, I'm not the person to do this right now. I've got other commitments if it's a work situation. And they will, they might, and they might even respect that. It's not about how they react, but it'll be an interesting experiment for you to see that. But more importantly, to see what it is that actually makes you happy and brings you joy without stepping into the point where it's become something resentful, where you've lost something that made you happy it, and you don't. You don't get that, oh, I take care of people. I took care of people today, or I did awesome at work, or I rocked the mom thing, the partner thing. I did good. Like, you don't get that because you're waiting on it from someone else. So you can't can't give it to yourself anymore, and you're not happy about any of the stuff you're doing. People who care about you might not apply <laughs> to your boss, for example, but people who care about you would not, in general, if they knew that you were suffering and that you were unhappy about the things that you were doing, would they wouldn't want you to do that. I have to tell my partner that sometimes because he, he loves to do service, acts of service. That's his love language. And my mother was the same way. So I'm a person that will just not even notice. <laughs> like stuff gets done. Okay, well, stuff's always got done. Cool. <laughs> or I don't put as much value into some of it. Like how if the, if the house is sparkling and clean, that brings him joy. I, I barely even notice. It has to get pretty bad before I'm like, ooh, might need to straighten this up. So we have different values about those things. And he'll be worked up in, in, in doing these acts for me, for us. And I have to take a moment and say, hey, I'm going to love you and be just as happy if you don't do these things that you're doing right now. If, if you don't fix this, cut the grass, cook dinner, you stop. You can stop for a minute. You can stop for a minute. You can do whatever it is you want to do right now. It will not change me at all how it affects me one bit. In fact, if I know that you've gotten to this point where you feel like you can't stop, you can't take a break, you have to do everything, then I, I, I would actually be happier for you to stop because I don't want you to feel that way. So I think a lot of people, it would take any, it might take some of that appreciation and happiness that they did have away if they realized that it had been causing you pain because their reaction hadn't been one that allowed you to think that they were grateful or that they saw you the way you wanted to be seen. So 
do those things that allow you to do that for yourself without that validation. And let me know how that works. Shoot me an email or a message on uh, Instagram and and let me know how you tried it and what it felt like and what your experience was with that. If you think, nope, I have no idea how to do that. Don't even know what I want or what brings me happiness anymore or it just feels too challenging. Well, sign up, do the connection call. We'll talk about working with me as your coach so that I can actually look at your particular thoughts that are leading you to feel the emotions that you're not wanting to feel or have the results that you're unhappy with. And we can work to change those thoughts and get you where you want to be. I hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. I enjoyed sharing it with you regardless, and I hope you have a fantastic day. 